Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program. It's usually here. I like to thank all of you podcast listeners. Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite listening stuff. Plug that in. Download us onto your device. Costs you nothing. It's always there. You click on it and boom, we give you the show every day in three three chunks, right? Every hour is specifically isolated. The commercials are cut out. The crosstalk is eliminated. Boom, you get 39 to 40 minutes of facts at a clip. And I think you're going to really like it. Wendy Bell Radio. So welcome and thank you for being a part of our family. We so appreciate it. I don't know how to go about this because we have known for so long that everything involving COVID has been dark. It has been suspect. It has been poorly executed. And it it tipped off our instincts. And I'm sure it did that to you as well, because certain things just don't add up. You get a feeling inside of your gut. And I say you got to trust that feeling. When you meet somebody and you get a weird vibe about them, believe that vibe. God gave it to you for a reason. You might as well use it. And so all of this has seen so weird and dark since go since about palm sunday of 2020 when i announced on my radio show that i was really on the fence with so much of the guidance we were getting the news we were getting it just didn't add up what i was watching people do was not adding up to me here are common sense people it didn't make sense to me how they were responding to this virus it didn't make sense to me that bill gates in October of 2019, held something called Event 201, which was a pandemic preparedness drill. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? 
It's not like pandemic was on everybody's tip of their tongue. Oh, uh, what are we going to do? Where, Guys, where do you want a vacation this summer? Well, it all depends on the next pandemic. Said nobody. So why are you doing a preparedness drill? And then we find out, oh, Bill Gates invested gobs of money, hundreds of millions of dollars in shares of BioNTech, the partner of Pfizer, one of the major producers of this vaccine. Now, why would he do that months before there was even knowledge of a virus, let alone a -a once-in-a-lifetime global pandemic? It just feels so weird. And then you realize most scumbags are always scumbags, so you're on to something. And that's tricky. I get it. But all of the players who had to be involved... For the FDA to grant unanimous emergency use authorization to a variety of companies pushing something that they knew, they knew was bad to me. I'm holding up on my stream. These are the known side effects, my friends. It is nine pages of single-spaced known side effects that were reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System to VAERS to the CDC. And they went anyway and they said, hey, we've got this great thing. Everybody should get it. But because time is of the essence, we need to get it out there. It's called emergency use. Of course, that prevents us from suing them until now. Okay. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's talk about this. And it's an article I'm going to read to you from the Gateway Pundit. And this is the title. Litigation floodgates are now open for mRNA vaccine injured. A comprehensive list of 90 attorneys around the world available for lawsuits against vaccine manufacturers. So in order to sue Big Pharma... You can't really do that with with an emergency use authorization, which is why they went to such great lengths to poo-poo anybody who had an alternate treatment. What did our friend Dr. Eric Naputi, who was being sued by the federal government for half of a trillion dollars, you don't think that was a big sign for talking about what? Zinc and vitamin D. How dare you? <laughs> he wasn't saying, hey, I've manufactured something. Pay me and I'll, and I'll save your life. He was just saying, hey, this is what I'm saying. Ah, half a trillion dollar lawsuit. Wait, what? All these doctors losing their jobs because they were talking about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. They went so nutty, the feds did, that they intercepted our packages because we were like, I want ivermectin too. Uttar Pradesh in India got it. 245 million people had dramatic results. They lived. Meanwhile, we were dropping like flies, particularly our greatest generation in the nursing homes. It's almost like that was pre-calculated. Hmm. But you couldn't sue if emergency use was approved by the FDA, which they gleefully did. And they needed to prevent any alternate treatment from being a possible remedy of this virus. So everybody got shut down. Think of how many of your rights got trampled during this procedure. This is different, though. Okay, this is a new take on this. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene held a hearing on COVID-19 vaccine injuries earlier this month vowed to expose the truth behind injuries, as well we should. Green was joined by representatives Clay Higgins, blah, 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 blah. Now, various stories by the Gateway Pundit, which we have read to you too, 
have reported extensively on injuries and sudden deaths that were likely caused by the COVID-19 vaccines and the Biden regime's deadly mandates. You can easily find countless stories out there, which, by the way, your mainstream media have gone out of their way to quote unquote fact check, which means they're true. This is kind of interesting, though. Because this article is telling me that because of an obscene amount of something inside the vaccine, which has been duplicated, which researchers, not just like fly-by-night outfits, but really well-known researchers in the world of virology have been able to duplicate what exactly the ingredients are in these gene scramble elixirs that we're told now, CDC is breathlessly pushing yet again, that we're told to, to take. There's something in there, a certain kind of DNA that is terrible, terrible, and it's in monstrous, outrageous levels. And because of that, and because they know that the pharmaceutical companies knew of the ingredients and knew exactly what was in it, it refutes and negates the emergency use authorization protections preventing the vaccine injured from suing. This is giant this has the ability to create a class action lawsuit the likes of which aaron brockovich could only dream about because the vaccine injured don't just live on our continent even though we've only have what four percent of the world population we have something to the effect of 20 percent of the deaths isn't that something that's unusual to you you can sue people in the uk can sue anywhere can sue and you know this is making people very uncomfortable because now on the defender.com this is the website managed by robert f kennedy jr the guy the left likes to call a vaccine denier he's not he's a guy who said you know what before you tell us we should get these vaccines why don't you show us your testing results show us how you've done your clinical testing on this before we rush out and say to our kids, hey, the three vaccines I got in the 70s have now grown balloon mushroom cloud into 72 for the average newborn from now until 18. Ought you not show us your research? Show us your placebo effect. I'm sure you did animal studies. Where are those results? They've never given us any of that detail, ladies and gentlemen. I, as a mom admit when i got that form from my pediatrician saying this is what we recommend well you're a doctor clearly you know i have to do this and so i went along with it and i kick myself i am awake headline from the defender children's health defense.org pfizer and moderna are spending millions of dollars on ads right now Featuring catchy phrases and celebrities to push their COVID shots. Why would you do that? Have you heard the ad about the spike vax? Ooh, you got to get this. I think it's kind of a, an amalgam of, of the flu shot and a COVID booster, you know, cooked into one thing that, oh, it's just going to make you feel so protected. They know what's coming. And how about this? In addition, this from... This from the CDC. I can't make it up. More people should be getting new COVID-19 vaccines. Are you out of your mind? 
please. This information, and I tell you sources, so you can not only fact check me, don't believe me, take charge of this information and run with it and find out so that you can be the greatest advocate for the people in your life. So you know somebody in your family who's like, they're, they're going to mechanically, robotically march to their CVS pharmacy to get there and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you might want to read this first. People don't just die suddenly, ladies and gentlemen. Particularly people under the age of 50. We're not usually in the business of driving to work and <laughs> dying behind the wheel. And that's what's going on. Class action. Is it going to come? We'll find out. All right, don't go anywhere. Coming back. We're going to talk about this whole blame game idea. Gavin Newsom tries to spin this lousy economy on MAGA. Oh, boy. It's, it's actually kind of delicious. I've got it for you on a platter next. I do not want to zip by this vaccine injury possibility to join in a lawsuit to file if you've been injured, if you know someone who's been hurt for claims associated with the COVID-19 vaccine or other COVID-19 related countermeasures. You can file your request for benefits with the countermeasures injury compensation program. This is why we love it when you visit us on our website. You go to our locals page because we put all this stuff up so you can click the link and be directed to it. The countermeasures injury compensation program was created so that in the unlikely event you experience a serious injury from a covered countermeasure code for you get hurt from a jab, you may be considered for benefits. That being said, how about this? This countermeasure injury compensation program, their data, it's like it's like squeezing blood from a rock for fiscal years 2010 through 2023, so 13 years, a total of 12,898 claims were filed. That's how hard it is. Of which 12,358 are related to COVID-19 injuries. So wait a minute. In 13 years, 98% or 96% of all of the problems caused by one thing and we're going to continue pushing it as a government how dare you i don't understand why nobody believes us say the filthy swamp dwellers of washington dc so that's going to bring us to my boyfriend gavin newsom i know he's so swell Gavin Newsom tries to gaslight the public and suggests inflation is a conservative lie, right? People dropping dead. Ah, that happens all the time. Kids having sudden cardiac arrest, having AEDs in elementary and middle schools now. Ah, it's just, you know, that's the sign of the times. It's what we're doing. No, it's not. It's called a problem, Houston. Gavin, you filthy dirtbag. California Governor Gavin Newsom wants the public to believe inflation isn't that bad and that the only reason people believe it is is because of conservatives <laughs> come on come on man <laughs> of course gavin newsom should know by now you can't just lie to people we have our own bank statements i see what it says when i take money out of the atm anybody else out there i'm gonna go with yeah 
to make Republicans look bad. Democrats have to lie, which is to make the Democrats look bad. All Republicans have to do is point out the obvious and the truth. So suggesting that inflation fueled by, of course, Joe Biden and and Barack Obama and whoever else is behind the curtain, I, I don't think it's just Barack. There's a bigger puppeteer. There's a bigger feeder than that. Who is it? I don't know. I don't know who the emperor is. But we pay attention to that. That it's conservatives pushing this problem. That we're really lying about what you feel every single day. This week, Newsom claimed inflation plaguing Americans this holiday season. Well, it's propaganda. Nothing more than a fabrication being pushed by Republicans. Quote, (laughs) things you won't see on Fox News today, Newsom posted on social media. Gavin, you're such a hack. And he included, (laughs) prices for Thanksgiving are down from Turkey to air travel. Now, you pay attention to this program and you're not stupid, so you don't even need me to go over the stories would show you when somebody comes into office and everything goes haywire. And then that haywire ticks back a little bit. So there's like a 10 percent less egregious raping of your finances. And then they want to come out and take a victory lap. Oh, it's so affordable. Look at us. Please. (laughs) They think you're paying attention to that, of course. Average hourly wage is up almost 4.4% over a year ago, Newsom tweets. 18% from three years ago. That's nearly the best three-year gain in 40 years. Yeah! (laughs) Because what you did to us! Oh, boy. I'd love just a one-on-one. We could do pay-per-view. I train. (laughs) I will do it. Gavin, you and me, let's do it. This is what we're this is what we're seeing. These are the stories that are being pushed out there to the people who are, I guess, low information voters. If you pay attention to what Gavin Newsom says, if he is in any regard part of your news feed, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say you're being gaslit a little bit more than you think. All right. Do not go anywhere, because when we come back, this is a very interesting storyline. The setup called January 6th. Was it an insurrection? Or was it completely an instigation? Ah, the inconvenient truth carries on here on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So I asked you at the beginning of the program today, what would you rather? Would you rather be willfully ignorant or unknowingly ignorant or willfully blind and not know what's going on? Would you rather just live your life and do the best that you do and know very peripherally not a whole lot? Because that's a lot more convenient. I think it's easier in many ways. You probably don't walk around with some of the tension. I hold it in my face, my jaw. I know when I'm frustrated. I know when I'm upset because I feel it here because I'm clenching my teeth. Or rather than being unaware Would you like to know what's going on? Because that's what this program is all about. It's about opening the door to various things that suck. There's just no other way to say it to you. And so the title of the show, as I said, will you be able to handle the truth? Because the truth is coming out. The truth is coming out about January 6th. Now, there will always be a core people, core group of people 
who will believe what they have been fed incessantly for two and a half years, that those were bad people, that they wanted to overthrow the country, that Donald Trump ginned them up, got us all going. We decided to go there and be tyrannical and freaky and whatever. None of us, of course, had any weapons, which was interesting, right? And that's perfectly reasonable for the federal government to crack down and to try to figure out who all these people are and to send them away for however long needs to be sent. There needs to be a message. Don't try to overthrow our country. Well, the truth is, of course, that happened in November of 2020. And that truth is coming out as well. So let's just focus on the quote unquote insurrection. The video that we're seeing, and this is just a a small scintilla of all of the cameras. I think about 1,700 cameras around the Capitol complex. Then you had Nancy Pelosi's daughter, a documentary filmmaker who just so happened to be there that day. Isn't that just, these coincidences are so weird, right? And then you have everybody and his brother who has a phone. Oh, that'd be right. That's everybody. How many tens of thousands of hours? We said about 40, 41,000 hours, and we're just starting to see some of it now. I will remind you before we get going on this, for nearly three years, the media, the DOJ, judges, government, government witnesses have lied about how the police line fell on the west side of the Capitol complex combination of, I will say this, police ineptness, ineptitude, and excessive force prompted most of the violence that day we are seeing. And we have video of it, which is just gross. I looked at this, and I want to read this story to you because what you've been told about the quote-unquote insurrection and attacks on the police have been woefully incorrect. Here's the story. Trending political news, excuse me, trending politics news.com. New January 6 footage shows police firing tear gas at their own officers and shoving an elderly Trump supporter down the stairs. Now, I would probably question the word elderly. The older I get, the more offensive that feels. I don't think 65 or 70 makes you aged. It is what it is. Here's your story. New January 6 footage shows the crucial moment police lines collapsed on the west side of the Capitol building after police fired tear gas at what had been to that point a peaceful crowd. Previously released footage reviewed by veteran reporter Julie Kelly, rock star, follow her at American Greatness. She's extraordinary. We've enjoyed having her on this program. Shows the massive crowd of Trump supporters peacefully assembled behind police lines. And there is video, she highlights Ray Epps, the infamous mystery man, caught on several videos, moving through the crowd, etc. Body cam footage from a Capitol Police officer shows a large and growing crowd of Trump supporters behind police lines on the building's west entrance. Dozens of protesters had climbed construction scaffolding located at the edge of the police lines, which led to a conversation between police officers about what to do next. Officers 
then decided to fire tear gas towards the scaffolding, which blew back in their own faces and caused Capitol Police officers to move backwards and abandon their lines. Put it up the effing scaffolding, one officer could be heard yelling. It's total madness, you guys. It's madness. It's mayhem. They're choking. Officers are seen. And by the way, can I just say, and this is not to fat shame people. If you're morbidly obese, you might not want to be a law enforcement officer. Okay? Because I watched some of this body cam footage. There is one dude who has got to be 400 pounds with the badge. And you throw something like tear gas in a crowd, he is not capable of handling it. They've got to, like, help him sit down. Other officers are seen crawling on the ground, hoping that the the, the gas will dissipate above them. You hear people choking and gasping. Now, what does it do to a mostly, and I'm going to say I didn't see in this video, protesters behind this particular West Side police line really pushing at the police. They're kind of milling around like they're at a convention, you know, kind of awkward. It's before the the presentation and they're kind of chatting in the lobby. That's what it looked like. They're all kind of like, they they sort of look ill-prepared. Like, wait a minute, what are we doing? What's happening? Nobody seemed to have a clue. But they didn't seem to be, the protesters did not seem to be particularly dangerous they weren't pushing there was no shoving they were kind of just standing there watching like what's gonna happen i don't know then they fired tear gas right some guy he's like "Ah, i'm gonna do it he's like rambo and he loads something into his and it was gone and he's like and then it goes off everybody's like do you think that would exacerbate tensions there? Do you think that would cause some panic? Now, I'm no crowd control expert, and I wasn't there on January 6th. But I'm going to roll the dice on my own common sense and say, that probably makes everything a lot worse. <laughs> right? Yeah. We hit him. That's what that's what the cops are heard saying. We hit them. Now, the excessive use of tear gas angered the crowd, created chaos among the police lines. Officers could be seen suffering from the effects of the tear gas, while several others were forced to retreat. Wait a minute. Didn't some guy get 18 years in prison for going like this and shaking a glorified bike rack that was used as some kind of a a crowd control measure because that happened but it wasn't because of the crowd becoming unruly that they had somehow overtaken this police line here's this rabid group of of donald trump supporters i mean a bunch of people who went there because they loved america they wanted to be there to witness history. They were hopeful that Mike Pence would grow a pair and man up and not be a swamp creature. And it didn't work. And it was a moment in history and they wanted to be there. They weren't out there with weapons. They weren't threatening the police. They weren't badgering the police. Until the police threw tear gas in the air. Right? And then the video of, of a cop. I mean, I don't know. Do you get all like ginned up for something and you see a crowd and he took a, a woman 
Well, I think that her greatest defense was she might have had a red, white, and blue scarf on. Literally was like, whoosh. And, and she falls down the stairs. I'm here to tell you that falling after the age of eight sucks. Being thrown by a police officer for no other reason than you were occupying a step. Then there's video inside the Capitol. And they're being ushered out. All of the, the protesters are being ushered out. And they're milling around. It's, it's like, you know, when you're leaving a concert or a sporting event. And you're trying to get out and there are people in front of you. Well, if everybody doesn't behave and, and respect basic norms of behavior, it'll be madness. You'll have people trampled. So everybody knows what to do. That's what all of the people were doing. We're exiting. I'm waiting for the guy in front of me to go so I can exit too. And then you see there's something really weird. It's like this switch. Now all of a sudden, a couple officers get a little, a little pushy, like a, and then, and then people start falling into each other, and then it's just all-out madness. Wait a minute! Those angry protesters—they were fighting us to get out. We barely escaped with our lives, let alone our democracy. What? No wonder Nancy Pelosi didn't want you to see that. No wonder they've wanted this to be on the shelf. In conjunction with this inconvenient truth, we might suggest by quoting Julie Kelly's own story of this summer. You guys remember the the pipe bomb narrative? I mean, honest to God. My teenage twins could do a better job creating a storyline than this. It remains the greatest unsolved mystery related to the events of January 6th. Who placed pipe bombs near the headquarters of both the Democratic National Committee and the Republican National Committee the night before? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this is like who shot J.R.? Except we actually got a conclusion on that, on the season-ending, right, cliffhanging moment of episode whatever. I remember. I was a product of the 80s. This is just bad. Pipe bombs. Pipe bombs that were, were dangerous enough to lure all sorts of police officers away from the Capitol to go investigate. That's why they didn't have enough personnel. Really? Does anybody's BSO-meter flare up in a raging fashion here besides mine? Because it does. We have no idea who these people are. Do you know that when the, the people investigating the quote-unquote pipe story, pipe bomb story, were investigating, they never interviewed the woman who allegedly discovered the one at the DNC? <laughs> I mean, I'm no uh, police forensic examiner, <laughs> But doesn't that seem logical? Hey, what do you... Hey, Earl! Earl! Get in here! All right, look. We got reports of a pipe bomb. We got to investigate. I don't know where to begin. Well, I'm thinking maybe the person who saw the bomb! <laughs> no, that makes too much sense. That completely fouls up our narrative of an insurrection. You see where we're going with this? All of the drip, 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 my friends. You know, the polls keep getting worse for Joe Biden. Oh, so bad. I know. <laughs> but now Politico has the green light to dump him, too. I got it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. 
So I lied to you. The story I actually want to put in here at the very bottom is just some more of the ridiculous stories that are out there. And of course, as I'm trying to click on my link, I realize I've put the wrong link here to the story I'm trying to get. Trudeau, apparently, as in true fashion as other other leaders who are scrambling as this revolution, this wave of political conservatism is sweeping the globe. And it really is so significant for us to see what's going on. And what is going on, I think, is is fascinating. Who do we have? We have this worldwide realignment to the right. You've got the Sound of Freedom producer, the guy who helped expose the whole child trafficking, human trafficking, disgusting disease in this country. Oof running ostensibly to be the president of Mexico. You've got, what, a new, a new guy in the Netherlands, a new guy in Argentina, a new guy in New Zealand and in Ecuador, all of whom are conservative. Now, of course, the big one to drop is here in, in America, of course, and that, that will happen. I believe it will happen. But, but pay attention to that. So Justin Trudeau, Lord Farquaad is what I call him because he's a little he's a little elf-like ruler like Lord Farquaad in uh, Shrek. And he rules as though he's this big man, but he's not. He's an acolyte of the World Economic Forum. He is terrible for Canada. They have lost more freedom, more of their of their rights. They're now pushing bugs commonly in their food. I mean, it's scary as nuts when you think about what's going on there. And he's going to blame basically MAGA extremism for Canada's lack of interest in Ukraine. He's going to blame conservatives for getting their hands on the narrative in that country, which has seen some of the most outrageous restrictions on personal freedom and liberty under the guise of keeping everybody safe, right? That's conservatives. They're trying to tell us that this whole Ukraine thing doesn't matter anymore. No, all we're saying is what matters is here at home, in our individual heartlands, before we spend billions of dollars to the money laundering operation, which is Ukraine. Ukraine is what Ukraine is. I believe Zelensky's got a lot, got a lot of dirt on a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen. And he's using it and cashing in in a big way. And you're funding the slush fund, period. Same way I believe this whole war in in the Middle East. I'm going to say it's about territory. We're going to say it's about this intrinsic hatred of two groups of people. I believe it's something way more than that. I think it has a lot to do with Israel for the last 60 years having plans to create their own shipping route. It would basically carve off Europe, would leave a lot of countries, and a lot of countries in the Arab world want to be a part of this cash cow, creating a channel of commerce where ships can go and not go through the areas that they have. I believe that has a lot to do with and natural natural resources. Full show. That's going on. <laughs> Justin Trudeau, though, worrying about conservatives, saying conservatives have changed the narrative. Justin Trudeau better be very afraid because the awakening that's happening here, they're ahead of us. I wanted to read to you before we move on to the next 
third hour of this program. I want to read you quickly something from Julie Kelly's story in American Greatness, where she chronicles the ludicrous story of the pipe bombs. We have no idea what happened to that. I want to read you this. Shortly before the joint session of Congress convened at 1 p.m. to debate the results of the 2020 Electoral College vote. This is January 6th. A woman on her way to do some laundry looked down and spotted a device in an alley adjacent to the RNC building. Carlin Younger ran to notify security guards who then called police. Law enforcement conducted a search of the area located another device outside the DNC building. Panic quickly ensued. I just had to evacuate my office because of a pipe bomb reported outside. Representative Elaine Luria, a Democrat from Virginia, tweeted at 1.46 p.m. I don't recognize our country today, and the members of Congress who've supported this anarchy do not deserve to represent their fellow Americans. Wow. That's kind of a stretch for a sitting member of Congress and kind of a dangerous thing to put out there, isn't it? I would say so. Quote, I'm sheltering in place in my office, Representative Haley Stevens, Democrat from Michigan, tweeted at the same time. The building next door has been evacuated. I can't believe I have to write this. The media immediately suggested, of course, the explosives explosives had been planted by someone loyal to President Trump. The New York Times noted in its breaking report that the bombs were found just a few blocks away from the U.S. Capitol, which Mr. Trump supporters stormed on Wednesday afternoon. Federal authorities, well, they promised a full-throated investigation, my friends. During a press conference on January 12th, acting U.S. Attorney for D.C. Michael Sherwin and Washington FBI Field Office Chief Stephen D'Antuono emphasized the seriousness of the pipe bomb threat. These were real devices. They had explosive igniters. And then they offered a $50,000 reward. Of course, a few months later, as it was found that the Explosive device was a kitchen timer. Kind of dropped the story like a hot potato, my friends. Everything is purposeful. All the stories are dropped at specific times. The media fall in line to spread them. Social media gets involved to silence the dissenters, dissenters, right? We are crafted a narrative of suck. When you are awakened to that, every single thing they say makes you feel suspicious, as well you should. When gross government overreach puts all Americans in danger, I put my foot down, and I think that's one of the stories coming up next. You think those air marshals are on your flight to keep you safe? They're not there anymore, ladies and gentlemen. And it is more dangerous than ever. How do we know this? Oh boy, it's next.